The views and opinions expressed by individuals on the following program do not necessarily reflect those of the network, Guys Guy Radio, and its platforms. It's Guys Guy Radio. Here's your host, Robert Manny. Welcome to Guys Guys Radio. This is your host, Robert Manny, welcoming you to the show where men and women can be at their best and everyone wins. Guys Guys Radio. We're here to inform you, inspire you, empower you, and get you to think and feel and who knows, maybe even act by virtue of the journeys, stories, experiences, and insights of the guests I bring you each and every week to the show. And today's show is brought to you by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at P-O-D. G-O.co and be sure to add our podcast, Guys Guys Radio, in the How Did You Hear About Podco section of the application. All right, we've got a great show for you today. A very special guest. His name is Adam C. Hall. He's visited us before. He's got a new book out. It's called Divine Genius, The Unlearning Curve. It's all about his travels to South America. He went into the jungles of Peru and all the wisdom he gains from his journey, really about how his own personal story has been evolve unfolding and evolving and he's got a lot to share with us and a lot to i think teach us about what it means to kind of get unstuck and tap inside to that divine genius or that spiritual divine spark within us and really live your best lives so guys guys radio we're going to talk to adam in a few minutes i want to make a a note you know the name of the show is guys guys radio and often uh, people get confused they think oh this is the man show it's all about beer and football and stuff and babes And although I love beer, football, and babes, this is more than that. This is really about living our best lives. We just call it Guys Guys Radio because I am bringing guests in and I am experiencing their teachings and their messages with you through my own personal Guys Guys lens where I kind of act as a screener for you and an enabler for the guest to get his message across, but also to be an advocate for the listener to ask the questions I think people want to know the answers to. So that's what we do here on Guys Guys Radio, just to clear up if there's any confusion if, if the show's for men and only men. No, it's not. It's for, for everybody. But you know, with guys, nowadays guys get stuck. And I'm actually on my blog, uh, Robert Manny, M-A-N-N-I.com. I'm re- writing a blog post about how to get unstuck because often as we age, we can get stuck in our habits and we get defined by culture, by our position, our power base, and our money, and how we provide, and sometimes that's it. And as guys age, they ask themselves, hey, is there more to that? Because eventually, a lot of these corporations, a lot of these jobs get to, the, the jobs go away, and then a lot of men are left looking at themselves and saying, well, now, now what? I have to reinvent myself. And it's really not about reinventing yourself. It's about finding yourself and being yourself and having your job and your career be a part of that, but not define yourself. So that's another thing that we do here on Guys Guys Radio. We do our best to bring you information to get you unstuck. 
So, what's going on out there? Well, we just turned the corner into October. I don't know if you're a big movie watcher. I guess during the pandemic, everybody's been binging, and a lot of people have been watching The Sopranos who hadn't watched it before, or they're watching it again. It was such a powerful television series. It's Now it's iconic about the North Jersey Mafia family, The Sopranos, led by Tony Soprano. Great acting, great storytelling. Well, the prequel has come out, and similar to Godfather 2, which was kind of the precursor to Godfather 1, even though it came after it, this Many Saints of Newark movie does the same. It leads us on a path as to why Tony Soprano turned out the way he did. And it's an interesting movie, very good acting, and the storytelling is, is uses some devices very well. I found the beginning, the open of the movie, and the very ending very powerful. Throughout the movie, I kind of, a couple of times, I'm like, okay, where are we going with this? There's a lot of different things going on. But it all tied together, and there's some standout performances by Ray Liotta, and the gentleman who played Chris Malasanti's uncle, Dickie Malasanti, I think his name is, and the, his character's name is, but it's a uh, actor, Alessandro Avello, I think his last name is. Not 100% sure, but he was terrific. Wow. And uh, you'll see what happens with him and what happens with young Tony Soprano, who comes across throughout the movie as kind of an innocent guy who's torn between which way to turn, and he comes to a fork in a road, and uh, he makes a decision at the end of the story as to which way he's going and you kind of have an understanding as to why. So it's worth checking out, particularly if you're a Sopranos fan. So The Many Saints of Newark, you can catch it. I think it's on HBO Max for a month and then and it's also in theaters. And then after that, I think it gets taken off cable. I'm not 100% sure. But anyhow, if you get a chance and you're a Sopranos fan, def definitely worth checking this out. Okay, Guys Guys Radio, our special guest Adam C. Hall. We're going to talk about the divine genius, not the Sopranos, but it's a great conversation. I think you're really going to enjoy it and get a lot out of it. So let's get into it right now. It's Guys Guy Radio. Okay, Guys Guys Radio, this is my favorite portion of the show because I get to talk with another really cool guest who has really something of value to add to me, to you, to all of our listeners out there. He's really done some amazing work. He's a regular guy, but he's done extraordinary things in his life, and he's, 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 he's at the midpoint. He's not done. He's got a lot going on. This is his second book. I would call it uh, the second and kind of an autobiography series. It has a lot of teaching in it. And uh, amazing work. He's a friend of mine. His name is Adam C. Hall. He's an author, speaker, futurist, social architect, impact investor, advisor, conservationist, founder of three successful real estate development companies before personal and professional devastation forced him to reevaluate his life. And he became a trained shaman, a teacher of Course of Miracles, which is no nothing to sneeze at. I mean, that's a that's a really big deal. He's also created a company dedicated to people, planet, profits with purpose. He's the founder of the Earthkeeper Alliance. His first book, The Earthkeeper, and he's been on a show, we talked about that, told the story of the first part of his journey. Today, through his new book, Divine Genius, Adam helps people speed up what's called the unlearning curve to access their divine mind and the unlimited wisdom, guidance, and knowledge of the divine genius through what Adam has developed, a divine genius process. Welcome back to Guys Guys Radio, my buddy, my brother, Adam C. Hall. How are you? 
Well, thank you, Robert. It's great to be here with you and your audience today. These are extraordinary times, are they not, that we're, we're living in. And uh, congratulations on all the good work that you're doing in the world. And and uh, put the like that same message out to all your listeners today. It's just great to be here and explore some some important topics and also have a, a, some fun today as well. Well, you have you definitely have a story to tell, and I think you can help a lot of our listeners out there. So let's start right at the beginning for context. Your first book, The Earth Keeper, Undeveloping the Future, you went from an earth conqueror to an earth keeper. You were a very successful real estate guy, and then a big change happened. What happened and what inspired you to follow? What's your current path now, Adam? Well, I, I'm glad you asked that because we're all in a state of evolutionary, our own evolutionary journey. And seemingly right now we're living in a period of extraordinary change. And a lot of that has to do with we're at a punctuated point of evolution where the rate of change is happening in a very short order. And, you know, that's yes. a bigger conversation. But in relation to your question, I begin to felt feel the impulse of, you know, my call to change my life in the way that I was well, conducting myself, the way I perceive the world, which was often a place of really just being separate, not being a happy man, kind of doing the Tums and the tequila thing uh, every day, and really living the life of the conqueror and a dog-eat-dog kind of win or lose. And, you know, that is a very, what I found is a very finite mindset. And it, it began to precipitate really disease, not just dis-ease, Robert, but dis-ease uh, in my life, which ultimately, as we know, is leads to, to kind of death. So I recognize that in that place of my, my success in all my life that, well, I wasn't feeling good and you really needed to, to explore different teachings, different modalities, a different way forward. And that's when I really leaped on the spiritual path and begin to explore what's possible out there. And that led to the first book that I wrote back um, on the heels of 2012 and all that prophecy and all those things that were kind of swirling around the planet at that time. And that really was the big leap, the initial leap. And it's, it's, it's and I believe that each of us are in a period of, of an invitation where we can take that leap. We can take the power back, if you know what I'm saying, and make the choice to leap into, well, our genius. And hence, <laughs> that led me to commit myself more fully to the path, which is really, how can, can I serve the planet in the most uh, effective way? How can I create impact in the world through my work, through my message, through my service? And of course, it's also supporting my heart. It's supporting my soul. And it's helping to really fulfill a lot of joy in my life. So... I've decided to, that's the best route to take and uh, give up the conquering and step into how I can support others and, and uplift this planet during these times of change. Okay. So as part of the new book, the new book is called Divine Genius, The Unlearning Curve. Let's start at the beginning there. Uh, based on your experience overall, how do you define genius and what is the unlearning curve? Well, genius is, it's its such a misnomer because when we think of genius, I mean, of course, you probably think of, uh, you know, an Einstein or a Tesla or the idea of that there's this remarkable 
uh, intelligence that exists within some people, but not another. Well, that I, I'm here to say that that is not true. Every single one of us has a genius. And how I define that, the genius is the embodiment uh, of our in our own lives, the presence of our body, mind, spirit, and soul, the alignment of those attributes that all of us have as human beings, but bringing them into alignment, bringing ourselves into a consciousness, an awareness of who we are and why we're here allows us to express this greater genius within ourselves. In other words, we can bring forth our stories. We can bring forth our gifts. We can bring forth our voice. We can bring forth whatever that may be as as uniquely defined by each of us. And in that journey of aligning with body, mind, spirit, and soul, we are able to really unleash what is I call the genius within ourselves. In philosophical speech, uh, spiritual speak, it can be referred to as the, the Buddha mind or the Christ mind. It's been referenced as whole mind. I like divine mind, whatever that is for you. But for my reference point, it's the genius that is inspiring ourselves to step forward. And what I found, and which is became the subtitle of the book, the unlearning curve, Robert, is that um, it, 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 the genius is something that has already been given to us. Yeah, we can learn. Yeah, we can read. Yeah, we can educate and grow. All great. But what good is all of that if we're still functioning from a mindset that limits our ability to jump into our genius, our whole capacity? And that's the idea of the unlearning curve, that we must unlearn the ego mindset, the separate mindset, the mindset that makes us play small, that makes us feel shame, makes us unworthy, that we seemingly are lost in our own wounds and victimhood to to unlearn that. And I put forth a a genius process to unlearn that and then leap right into what has been given the, the, the genius, the genius mind. It sounds like Adam that everybody has, you know, has that inside. It's the divinity, the divine spark that all of us have. Whether whether it's a Christ consciousness or the Buddha mind, whatever we have that, and it's a part of the journey, if you will, and the process is to eliminate, just unpeel the layers away, so that can thrive. And I think you've done an excellent job in the book with that. And you've had a couple of, you know, your path was you you learned Course in Miracles, you became a teacher in that, you went to Peru a few times, you took ayahuasca. Let's uh, and then you went into the cave and were rebirthed at the at the end of this book, and you got into building this thirteen point genius program and how it works. So let's start at the beginning. Course of Miracles. What triggered you to go to Course of Miracles, and what have you gotten out of that? Well, as an eighteen year student of a Course of Miracles, I have read and taken a, a loop around the course in its entirety. All you know, all of it, the text, the workbook, the, the you know, it's a, it's a significant body of work. Uh, I've, I've done that a few times and continue to work with the course every day in its own way. Uh, let me ask and, you a question. Uh, let me, let me butt in. So when you were a high flying real estate developer and, you know, kind of a conqueror of the world, 
barbarians at the gate, if you will. You were studying Course in Miracles, or was there a tipping point where you then this was part of your spiritual path? No, when I was conquering the world, I was studying what was emerging um, in the newest uh, tequila that was coming into the world and what was happening on Wall Street. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. so that I was primarily focused on those couple things, and okay. there's a few others in between that I won't I won't bother everybody with. But ultimately, the course came was introduced to me um, by a book that I read early on because I began to read voraciously uh, spiritual psychology, and I read a book by uh, Gary R- R- Renard. And Gary, uh, Gary wrote a book called The Di- Disappearance of the Universe. And I was intrigued with the t- title of that. And I was, you know, how did he come up with that? I was curious. And he wrote a brilliant book that as we begin to shift our perception away from an ego separate mindset, when we be- begin to step into, in his language, the Christ mind, the perception of an experience we have in the world is, is, is profound. And it, the world as we know it disappears. So I begin with that as a launch point. And I, the first reading of it, it, it took me a few years in the, you know, and doing the 365 lessons in the workbook, I, I had trouble even understanding it. It was, it, it, it's, a, it's, it's not an easy text. It, it can be very dense at times. Some people get turned off because it still speaks to he and Christ and these kind of things, but they missed the entire point because it's it's a universal teaching, which is really a teaching that speaks to this idea of unlearning in a very profound way. And that is the focal point on what it's not what we need to acquire. There's nothing to acquire. It's just what we need to unlearn. So that led me into just embracing the course and really okay. working with the course. And now it's a fundamental part of a lot of the foundational teachings, not as a reference point to the course exactly, but as a pragmatic approach to where we are on the planet today. So hopefully that makes some, some sense. And I, and I like this just jam session. So let's, let's continue with that wherever you want to go, Robert. All right. Well, guys, guys, radio, my special guest is the author of the divine genius, the unlearning curve, my buddy, Adam C. Hall. So as part of your journey, then you went to Peru a few times and many people say Peru is kind of the new spiritual epicenter of the planet earth. Now, what drew you to Peru and uh, what brought you back there? And what did you get out of that travel there? And we're getting to, you know, the lessons in the book, but I want to just set some context here as to why Peru and why ayahuasca and why did you work with the shamans that you, shamans you worked with and how did you become one? Well, um, I, I, the journey to Peru was an, an interesting one. And, you know, we all have our own unique path, right, Robert? Sure. And that's the imperative of our time. You know, there the, it's your path. Everybody needs to, to to choose that for themselves and define that. And the days of the really, truly the teacher and the guru are, uh, in my opinion, are over that, you know, each of us are the teachers and are the guru, and we need nothing other than that. The path that I took uh, ultimately was to begin to explore you know, after other travels to other traditional places like the, in in the East or and looking into Buddhism and other traditions, I begin to you know 
to journey more deeply into indigenous traditions. And I was uh, in, uh, very curious about Peru. I was curious about uh, medicinal medicines. And I began traveling there uh, back in 2005 and initially uh, going on journeys there. And well, I'll, I, retreat's kind of a generous word. These are, these are a little more than retreats. You're, you're not retreating. You're actually stepping fully into your truth and your power. But I went there with our mutual uh, friend, Alberto Vialdo, who, who's been on your show as well, and began my, my journey there. And Peru ultimately became what I refer to as, as, as my holy land a place that I go to do the deep work. And I begin to connect with the, 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 the ancient traditions and lineage of the, the medicine women and, the, and, and men uh, of the Andes, of the, the, the Apus, the holy mountains in, in, in Peru, and, and then begin to do the working, works with the medicinal medicines, primarily the ayahuasca, over in the deep end of the jungle on the Madre de Dios River, the Mother of God River. And, and I have been traveling there ever since, um, but I only go when called. In other words, if I'm being called by the lineage that is inviting me to go through a, a rite of passage or an initiation, I'm listening to that and I show up. And so that's, what really led me to Peru, the, uh, the, it, other than its absolutely epic beauty, uh, its traditions, its people, its power, its medicine, its grace, it's, it's, it, it's, it's just become a very, very powerful place. And I encourage everybody at some point in time to explore that for whatever it may be for them. Yes. Part of your journey was through meditation, having visitations by an entity who spoke to you and taught you and, and urged you to go on your journey. And it, it circled around your 52nd year on the planet and a lot of the learnings that and your development of the 13 universal wisdom teachings. His name, you called him M-E-N. He showed up in your meditations. He guided you. Tell us about that experience. Well, I'd be happy to. And, and I reference in the book that I made contact with an ascended master that I ultimately gave the name men to, M-E-N, not as a gender connotation, but men in the Mayan cosmology is an archetypal energy um, that is known as the eagle. Um, and the eagle in, in the Mayan cosmology and in indigenous co cosmology is the high seer. If you think about it, flies high, it has powerful eyesight, and it also has great imagination and great vision. And men became my guide. I decided that I would pay attention to the invitation. And in paying attention to the invitation, I was invited to sit uh, through a meditative tra transcendent journey that had nothing to do with any medicinal medicine, by the way, and that the, in, the, in, the invitation was to sit with this powerful master uh, that shared these 13 wisdom teachings. And it became very relevatory because it began to 
um, really expand my, not only my own consciousness and kind of blew the boundaries off my space, but it helped me in my shamanic work to be able to both engage both in the physical 3D world as well as in the, 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 the fifth dimension, the 5D world and, and beyond for that matter, but I don't want to get, get out too on the edge here with you. But that journey of connection point is our guide. And I, and I think I'd like to just offer to everybody that we all have our guides. Maybe, I don't, you know, if you don't believe in angels or guides or whatever it is for you, but there's physical guides and non-physical guides. And these are just, they're there for us to help us on our journey. And men came to uh, share, share his journey with me and his wisdom. As a matter of fact, I, I have an image of him that is the cover of my book. And he is the the great the great rainbow condor eagle that flies high. And Adam's holding up. Uh, showed me the way. Yes. Adam, for, for our listeners, Adam's holding up a a picture of the the beautiful eagle uh, rainbow eagle that adorns the cover of the book, Divine Genius: The Unlearning Curve. My special guest on Guys Guys Radio, Adam C. Hall. So. Men gave you 13 universal wisdom teachings, and then you developed a process where there's kind of five questions, if you will, that you ask yourself. But the first teaching, number one, and I, my question is, why is this number one? I think I know why, but I want your, your take on it because it's your development, and it's called forgiveness. Why is forgiveness so important? Because part of it's self-forgiveness as well as forgiving others, right? Well, your intuition is spot on, Robert, and I'm, you know, and... And it's number one for a very specific reason, as you could well imagine. It 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 forms the basis for all the other all the other wisdom teachings, the other twelve. In other words, it's like if we miss this step on the path, then we can't even really take any more steps along the path to discover our genius and unlearn the ego mindset that no longer serves us, that keeps us in separation. What's important about this teaching on forgiveness, and I call, I reference it as true forgiveness, because in the traditional sense, if you think about it, uh, Robert, we are engaging in a life where things happen. So we have all kinds of traumas, belief systems that are associated with our life's path. That's just how it works in the world that we're functioning in. And the idea of true forgiveness is not to dismiss an event or what happened. And I don't want to be de minimis to anybody that's experienced uh, uh, any kind of uh, abuse or, or verbal or physical rape or anything of this nature, because we live in a world where all these, well, very challenging things do happen to us. So the point of true forgiveness and is really emanates directly from the teaching of within the Course of Miracles, is how do we navigate through an experience that's very traumatic? Because those experiences, as we know, wire our brain in certain ways. Fortunately, new science is showing us that we have very malleable brains and that we can rewire our brains. And we can do that if we stop living in the future's past. In other words, it's been cl clinically proven that we are making decisions based upon our life's journey. So we build up belief systems and traumas and we embed them within our own body. 
So shamanically, we know what we want need to do is to go through those traumas. But when we think of forgiveness, and I just take an extra minute, and so thank you for giving me a minute on this because you don't take anything away from the show. This is what I I really want to want people to know. I really want them to go, know man, go. The, pow- the power of this because when we take this presence of true forgiveness, we're able to free ourselves of the wiring and the firing of our brain and our in our inner psychology of the experience. And let me share why. Because in the forgiveness that we know it, we seemingly are forgiving somebody. Well, they did this and this and this, and I, it happened to me. So, and I'm, we're judging that experience. So that is a way of not freeing ourselves beyond the experience because we stay in the victim perpetrator mentality. We try to rescue people. Just think, oh, I'm going to rescue somebody. I want to help someone. That's, that's, that comes from our heart and it's noble in many ways, yet it's a, it's an aspect of the ego mindset that lives in this separation where we having these victim perpetrator experiences. So how do we get beyond that? We get beyond that with true forgiveness, which says, I'm forgive myself, as you pointed out, numero uno, and uh, the, uh, the other person, not for what happened, but I'm going to forgive them for what did not happen. And the power of that says, oh, I'm no longer the victim. I'm no longer the judge. That I'm, I'm no longer innocent or guilty. It gets beyond all of that traditional way of thinking of forgiveness, because when we forgive somebody for what did not happen and what did not happen was we forgot the place that we are one, that there is an interconnectivity of all things and all people. And in that place, there is that connectivity, that oneness, the presence of love is always there. There is no hate. There is no guilt. There is no judgment. There is no me or you. There's only the place we know each other as one. And in that place, it begins to lessen the power of the event. As a matter of fact, it could be quantum and it can be instantaneous. So that's a beautiful way to begin to think about forgiveness, beginning with ourselves and others. Nicely stated, very nicely stated. So there's a total of 13 different wisdom teachings, purpose, death, divine life, peace, love, true function, etc. I don't want to, you know, we don't have to get into every single one because we want people to buy the book. And then there is a five-step process, which I would like you to discuss, Adam, because in the process, you ask a question, what do I need to know about? And ego seems to be always involved. You listen for the answer, you acknowledge the problem that ego has caused. And again, ego comes up, be open to the solution by asking how to approach issues. Again, Uh, that ego has created and then activate your genius mind by asking, how shall it be? Now, I just gave, you know, the shorthand of that. Tell us about the genius process you've developed, Adam. Well, I'm thank you for asking that. And I just was kind of referencing up a piece here in the book around forgiveness. But I want to keep this succinct because in the book, there is a step-by-step, five-step process about about how to undo the ego mindset. In other words, how to unlearn, I should say, the ego mindset. And I 
and, and this may be kind of curious to people, how did this come about? And let me just give you a quick little, little answer to that, because early on on the path, I realized that, you know, I could take off on the journey and maybe just end up staying in the woods and staying in the teepee or the ashram. No, that wasn't what spirit said. I could come back and I could go, well, wait a second. I don't like it here. I'm going back. And this classic Campbell, the hero's heroine's journey as well. Come back and say, um, oh, no, I'm just going to go commercial again. And I, I didn't really learn anything on the path. You can come back and bring something new to the world. In other words, a, 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 way, a, a way forward for where humanity is right now to move beyond the challenges that we're facing. And the genius process is what came forth for me, because what it does is it, it's, a, it, it's a process that allows us to question the ego mindset. Robert, we all share three things. Everybody shares three things. As diverse as we are, we all share three things. One of them is this ego mindset, this idea that we're separate. We all have another choice, which is our genius mind, our whole mind, our authentic self. And thirdly, we have a ability to choose between one or the other. And the genius process is not a matter of saying, what is my genius? What, what is all of that? It's a matter of unlearning and looking at that ego mindset. So these five steps are allow us to look at and question that life that we've been living. And it brings it in the context of forgiveness. It brings it in the context of purpose. It brings it in the context of these wisdom teachings, because when we move through all 13 of those wisdom teachings and we use the process we move through a journey that takes us to unlearning a mindset that no longer serves you. You talk about also, Adam, the spiritual DNA. What, what is that? Well, I, I love that you asked that, Robert, and I appreciate That's that what you, we do here on Guys Got Radio. I appreciate ah. that you, you uncovered some of the, mm -hmm. the, the hidden gems in. Oh, I love it. I, I, it. It's a hidden gem in, in the divine genius. And there, there's a, there's a few of them, but that is one of them. <laughs> you know, all the shows I'm doing, you're the first person to ask it. So good on you. <laughs> uh, and the idea of our spiritual DNA is that um, if you think, I want to just maybe just create a little imaginative imagination for your audience if you think of a, a helix that spirals up you know and and in that helix that weaving between let's say our earth nature and our heavenly nature and our connection to heaven and earth in spiritual speak that there is a, a an embodiment within our physical field within our cellular body within our dna that uh, what our, our dear colleague and, and brother Bruce Lipton has been talking about in his great work around, around epigenetics and how we can activate aspects of our cellular body and our, and our DNA by in relationship to our environment, meaning our environment of where not only where we're living, but what we're putting in our body, what we're putting in our mind, what we're listening to and all the noise and junk and all the toxicity in the world. 
that we can move our energy and our frequency into a higher wave of frequency like our uh, moving beyond alpha or beta or delta waves, moving into our higher frequency of our mind. And in that place, we begin to unlock the dormant DNA, which is there's spiritual DNA that I referenced because that DNA in the body begins to experience light. So the, the light within the universe, the light within another human being or all living things, maybe you connect with an animal or a dog or a cat or nature, that light activates us into a place of connection that is a spiritual connection, for lack of a better word, or a deeper conscious connection. And within our cellular body, we have the ability to do that in the membrane. So in the membrane of our cellular body with, is, 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 is a brilliance that says we all are connected. And so what I found in giving it that name, spiritual DNA, that we are in a place where we can engage that within our own lives right now without waiting for some teacher or ayahuasca or anything else that your DNA could become alive and active to fully express the totality of who we are. Does that make some sense? Fantastic. Very well stated. Again, Adam, divine genius, the unlearning curve. Adam C. Hall is my guest. We've got time for a couple of quick questions. For your physical journey down to Peru, you actually went through, uh, we touched on it earlier, but maybe quickly we can touch upon this again. And that is your rebirth at the 52nd year, where actually it culminates in your going out into the a cave, the spirit, the serpent cave, and having kind of a, a rebirth, if you will, that ties in line with your kind of uh, your your journey. Well, absolutely. Without giving away the ending, I will say a couple things that I think are, are very invitational to to the listener. Um, and that is in in the quest. And I reference this as the quest for the Holy Grail. In other words, the quest to get out of this lifetime alive right now. The quest to reach in and embrace ourselves in our totality of who we are, in our genius, our Buddha mind, our Christ mind, our higher mind, whatever that is. In that quest, there are crumbs along the way, our guides along the way, and if we're paying attention, we follow them. So during my 81-day period of working with this Ascended Master men, I came to the 40th day, and there was a great revelation and that revelation just wasn't spoken by the ascended master. As a matter of fact, that revelation came from uh, um, uh, from Mayan cosmology, and the Mayans mapped a cosmology, a calendar that is accurate to the T. In other words, it's based in not only their form of science and their technology, but it's all based in mathematics. So. What is what I recognized at that point in time is that I was uh, 51 years old, that I was approaching uh, uh, the uh, next year, I would be 52, which is the completion of our primary being in the Mayan cosmology. In other words, we're stepping now into greater power, greater potential in our lives to really fulfill our soul's mission. And what I recognized is that in the Mayan cosmology, that every 52 years, 
a pattern is repeated, but it's only repeated every 52 years. So I went in and looked at the, the mapping, my own cosmology and my own divine design according to the Mayan cosmology. And I found that on this date, uh, in, in 2020, 2012, in, in late June, that this was a period of when I was conceived on the planet because my birthing came just about nine months later on March 30th, the following year. So it became a mission to go find myself, dying away, letting go, surrendering this initial part of my life and coming and reaching into the call of going to the jungles and into Peru and then deeply into the, the temple of the moon down into the serpent cave underneath underneath the temple to rebirth myself on the on the 52nd anniversary of my my conception on the planet and i know that may be far out but it's all there it's all given for all of us it was quite extraordinary thanks for amazing. checking in with me uh, uh, amazing you know not everybody has the opportunity adam you can relate to this uh to take a trip to Peru to spend the time necessary to really go through the self uh, evolution and exploration. What can the, you know, people who were juggling a couple of jobs and just really trying to get by and really want to know, they believe there's something more. And what we do here on guys, guys radio, we try to bring them information that they can, they can use. What can our listeners out there, what, what are some of the things they can do to kind of, to implement your teachings? Well, a couple things, and I think that's more important than anything, because right now these are extraordinary challenging times for all of us in some way, and some of us certainly more than others. And yet we know that we're asking for a, something more in our lives. We all want our, our yearning in so many ways to fulfill our lives, whether it's to create more abundance, uh, more health more resources, money, or whatever that may be that we feel that we are looking to fulfill our lives more, more appropriately. And the first thing that I want to suggest to everybody is to recognize that you have a choice, that nobody has uh, taken your power away to choose. So we are all at a choice point. And will we choose the old paradigm the old structure of separation, doggy dog, survival, you know, working to just get by, or will you choose to step into more power of your own genius, of your own life? I'm not talking about what is it. I'm only saying choice. So first thing is you make the choice to say, I'm going to make, I'm going to claim my power and choose to really fulfill my life in new and powerful dynamic ways. Two, once you make that choice, the most important thing is you begin to show up for yourself. This isn't selfish. This is about self-love. This is about self-acceptance. And forgiveness is certainly the beginning of that journey. That's why we spoke about it. And that's why I talk often about it and practice it every day. But that is the next step is showing up. And if that means listening to a guy's guy radio, some other podcast, reading a book and creating a process where you begin to look at your life in a constructive way, not a condemning way, 
So you show up, you begin to take the actions that are necessary. Three is you dedicate a few moments of your life every day throughout the course of your day with your primary relationships and at your place of work and in your own place of just nurturing your own life to attend to this part of your life, which is the most sacred. It's the genius part of our lives. In other words, you get to look at the old way and you get to look at the new way. And soon enough, at some point in time, the wind will lift you off your feet and you will you will go into a deeper part of your own spiritual exploration and then really come into a greater power. So those are three things, three steps that I think that are simple that you can, you don't have to go anywhere. You can Love do it. it right now. Awesome. My special guest, divine genius author, The Unlearning Curve, Adam C. Hall. He's also my friend and my brother. And I'm so glad he's back on the show and you did a magnificent job. I want you to take a minute or two and tell us where people can learn more about your work and also some of the events you have coming up. Well, thank you, Robert. And it's just been great to be here with you again. Um, it's um, I'm just I'm thrilled and honored to be in, in the presence of doing this work with you on the planet. Invite everybody to do the same. And I would like to invite everybody to to first and foremost, come on over to the website, www.adamhall.solutions, www.adamhall.solutions. And if you go there, I am offering something, I'm giving away something that I think is, is really important right now. And it's called a, the little book of genius. And it, it's in the, this ebook, it's a digital book and you can get in. It's about wisdom for abundance. In other words, let's end our scarcity mindset. Let's end that idea that we are lacking. So in this book, there's some, some of those wisdom teachings are revealed and some of the things we can do to create more abundance in our lives. So I encourage everybody to, to, to get that. Of course, Divine Genius, the Unlearning Curve is available on Amazon worldwide in both paperback, Kindle, hardback, and audio now. I encourage you to pick it up because you can take the journey, empower yourself. We don't need teachers. We don't need gurus. You can take that step today for yourself, for your family, for your for the planet. So check that out. And then lastly, coming up um, on October 16th, uh, I want to invite everybody to an extraordinary event to please join me. Uh, as one of the primary hosts on uh, Global Oneness Week that's being produced by our friends at Humanities Team. It's an extraordinary event, and many, many speakers will be sharing their tremendous wisdom and practices that can help you on your journey to genius. And during that week of October 16th, you will be, you can tune into a couple things that I'm doing with Bruce Lipton, Alberto Vialdo, Shamanine Jane, Lynn McTaggart, and Paul Hodkin. So there's going to be some exciting things that I'm doing there. And in that process, you can really quantum leap into your greater potential and feel better about your life. Again, it's Global Oneness Week. You can just Google that and sign up. That availability is uh, available now to do that. And very excited to be sharing those kind of events with you as we go forward. All of you, please join us. My friend, my brother, the author of Divine Genius, The Unlearning Curve, and Earthkeeper, Adam Hall. Thank you, buddy.
Thank you, Robert. It's great to be here with everybody. Look forward to seeing you all out on the path. And these are amazing <laughs> times. We, we got this one. Let's do it. It's Guy's Guy Radio. Okay, what a fascinating conversation with my buddy, Adam C. Hall. His new book, once again, is Divine Genius, The Unlearning Curve. And it is a really uh, powerful story about the author's life-changing experiences in the jungles of Peru and how he imparts the wisdom he got from his journey and his ultimate rebirth and how much he learned along the way about how to really tap into that divine genius or divine spark or divine spirit that's inside each and every one of us. So what did we learn from our discussion with Adam today in his book, Divine Genius? I I think the takeaway is that there are are many paths to enlightenment, and everybody is on their own path. Anybody that you see, they may not know they're on their path, but everybody is really exactly where they're supposed to be, And it's up to us to kind of move things along. So some of us kind of have that V8 moment uh, at a different time than others do. But ultimately, everybody's heading in the same direction. It just takes a different amount of time for people to get there. And the point is that everybody has this divinity within. And if you have an interest in tapping into that, if you want to see life from different angles, if you want to work out of the box, if you want to see beyond what society and culture has defined for you as to this is who you are, this is your role, we'll tell you when we're done with you, then that's up to you. But if you want to look at the fact that there is a lot more out there, there's a lot more to you than what our culture has determined the definition of you to be, then Divine Genius and the teachings of uh, Adam C. Hall and also just many, many, many other uh, spiritual teachers and messengers out there will tell us that you know, we have the ability to tap into divinity, and it's up to us. There's a lot of light coming onto the planet now, and it's up to us to really open up, be grounded, protect ourselves, but also be aware that um, people have a lot more power than, the th- than they think they do. And we, we've all been kind of beaten down, whether it's by the economy or the pandemic or the election, just so much division and so much, uh, if you go on social media and everybody's immediately ready to argue because they can, that it's just, uh, it gets to be sad and, and tedious. And I, I've, I've made certain subjects when I'm on social media now, it's like, I don't even go there. And it doesn't matter what anybody says, even if I know them, if they say some crazy stuff. It's like, you know what? I'm not going to be bothered because the arguing on social media is so negative And it doesn't have to be that way. The point, again, is you have a divine spark within you. It's up to you if you want to spend some time tapping into it, going inside where the answers are versus just reacting to all the stuff that's thrown at us. So Guys Guys Radio, we're here every Wednesday evening at 8 p.m. Pacific time on KCAA Radio here in Southern California, 102.3, 106.5 FM, 10.50 a.m. The show rebroadcasts every Sunday at 6 p.m. Pacific Time on KCAA. My worldwide podcast, which is on close to like 30 platforms, as well as my YouTube, it's called Robert Manny, Guys Guys TV, they post on Thursdays. And the YouTube is just the interviews of the show. If you, so you want to watch us talk, 
that's where to go. And a lot of people like to consume their media, if you will, through YouTube. So if you want to catch us there, fine. We're here on KCAA. We're here on the podcast on KCA's uh, website, on KCA's podcast, also on all my podcast platforms. So pretty much you can pick up Guys Guys Radio just about anywhere you choose, whenever you choose. So I, I hope if you like what we're doing and if you like the guests I'm bringing you, I hope you'll subscribe to either the podcast or the YouTube or both or whatever, but we're here for you regardless. You can also catch me on my website, robertmanni.com. I've got over 300 blog posts about everything from life, love, and the pursuit of happiness, uh, all different topics, uh, relationships, dating, health, spirituality, uh, how to deal in business, um, just dealing with uh, personal growth and change, wellness, diet, fitness. I'm just finishing up a uh, blog post now. It's about how to get unstuck, seven tips to get you moving again. And you don't want to get stuck because it becomes, uh, we, get, we get to be very reactive in that type of situation where it's just every day seems to be a replica of the day before. And it doesn't have to be that way. So, But there's steps we need to take to get unstuck. So anyhow, that's on my website along with over 300 other blog posts, you can also download three free chapters of my novel, The Guy's Guy's Guide to Love. It's a romantic comedy about two guys in advertising competing for love, sex, power, and money in New York City on Madison Avenue. And there's, there's some savvy women, there's some flawed guys, but everything seems to work out in the way it's supposed to work out. But it's a fast-paced, frothy read. It's a fast read. And uh, it is a novel that's about something, though, and it's called the. It's been called the male successor to Sex in the City. So it's a lot of fun, and uh, I hope you'll enjoy it. We've we've gotten great reviews, and the book continues to sell. So thanks everybody for the support. In fact, I like to right now before we close, I want to thank my producer Chris. She does such a wonderful job, always has my back. And of course, my guests, they're so terrific. We've done uh, 483 shows now. We've got a lot more and we're rounding the turn towards number 500. But most of all, I want to thank all my listeners and viewers out there because without you guys there, there would be no Guys Guys Radio. And I love doing a show and I love bringing guests that I think can add some value. And then, of course, you just determine if you want to use that information or not. And some of it's going to resonate with you and maybe some of it doesn't, but that's cool. That's like, that's how life is. We all vibe to different things. But the, the main thing is I want to bring you information and then it's up to you. So anyhow, I'm here for you. Guys, guys, radio. I'll see you next week. And until then, as I always like to say, guys, guys, finish first. <laughs>